This is Jam DeMatteis, and you're listening to Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. Yes, welcome back, Looney listeners. This is Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. You are listening to episode 102, and we are in the new era, as mentioned last week, and you are with one of your hosts, the High Priest of Conchu, Ray, with you. I'm back, uh, and I'm ready to get stuck into it. Now, before I go any further, in the newsletter, we did mention that I had a guest host Noel Tate, as many of you will know, is um, the frontman to Delita, who provides the music to uh, Moon Knight. He could not make it tonight. Unfortunately, Noel is uh, sustained an injury, so wishing you the best, Noel. I hope for a speedy recovery, and I hope those painkillers kick in. But in his stead and jumping in is, man, he's uh, he's here to save the day again, <laughs> is, uh, is a good friend and um, co-host for tonight, Wayne, Wayne, how are you going? Good, sir. I'm back again, uh, back by no demand whatsoever. <laughs> here I am. Here I am, guys. I can't play a musical, musical instrument to save my soul, but, you know, wow. maybe a whistle. Maybe a whistle. Oh, you say you can't play a musical instrument, but you, you probably do everything else, Wayne. I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, you know, we've had many talks um, previously, and of course, listeners would know Wayne uh, very generous with his time and effort um, and, and his wallet uh, <laughs> for our um, 100th Moon Knight. Uh, into the night episode. Sorry, Wayne um, provided those fantastic prize packs to those three winners, as well as uh, drumming up some fam tabulous. I don't know, is that a word? Fant- sure. Fantabulous uh, artwork for, um, as you'll note, if you had listened to the podcast, you would see two um, stellar artworks there by Wayne. So Wayne, you've you know you've got a few feathers in that cap of yours. So I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about the musical element. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can put my ukulele down then <laughs> <laughs> yes and also actually other listeners would probably know wayne as well wayne a little notorious for your um how should we say well you know they are your views of particular hey. you know issues and stuff and i totally respect you sticking by them and you saying them they you know i mean we you're here to, to give us your thoughts hey, um, well, the worst thing I could do is come on the show and give you some watered-down yeah. opinion that I read off Bleeding Cool or, you know, one of the many plethora of comic websites out there. So, you know, look, the views are mine and my only, and if you have your own views, cool, man. Like, that's, you know, no sweat. Happy yeah. to talk about with anyone on the uh, on the Moon Knight, uh, Into the Moon Knight podcast uh, Facebook page as well. So hit me up there. I mean, look. I don't back down, so... <laughs> no, and that's good. and That's what generates good discussion. I mean, you know, as long as it all, all stays... So I, yeah. I suppose what I would say, just to, to counter, is that, you know, I'm not saying this stuff to, to be a butthead or yeah. to cause the controversy. It's just literally, they're my thoughts. So, yeah, yeah so be it. Yeah, exactly. And, and no personal attacks or whatsoever. Well, you know, we're not going to dwell on it, but um, you are a colourful character, Wayne. So always cool Thank to you. always cool to have you on. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and we do have Wayne on for 
Well, last week, you know, you know, Wayne with with Conchu losing his golden scepter, as mentioned in our serial, an ongoing serial. Uh, Rebecca and Connor took over episode one hundred and one, a fantastic episode. I'm not sure if you listened to. Uh, mm, but the phases of the moon seem to have little sway now on our episodes. Um, so they did a uh, a classic run. Uh, for tonight, I'm trying to stick true to the course of the the moon. So I do believe it is a waning crescent tonight in the sky, and we will be covering a classic run again. So those that have listened last week would know that Rebecca and Connor had covered Moon Knight Volume 1, Issue 6. Uh, I believe it was called The White Angels. Wayne and I, we are going to cover Issue 7, a... A pretty fun issue, Wayne, would you say, without getting too far into it? Um, yeah, a, a pretty fun fun read? Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> for, for an issue, you know, what, 1980 or 1981? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, look, reading this issue, um, it just, it sort of just captured, uh, like, a, a piece of time, mm. you know, in comics, in in Marvel, and you know, in, in the Moon Knight era. So, like for me, reading this issue seven, like really encapsulated what Moon Knight and Marvel were really about. You know, sort of mm-hmm. 1980, 81. Well, I'm very, very keen to hear your thoughts about issue seven, considering exactly as you say, it is a, uh, uh, you know, uh, it's a time capsule. A time yeah. capsule. Yeah, that's that's what I was about. Yeah, yeah. You took the words right out of my mouth. The time capsule. So, uh, yeah, very interesting to hear your thoughts. I, I do know from our previous discussions, you you know, especially with Conquer Lord, you, you do have a lot of fun with the older issues, right? Oh, they're so much fun. Yeah. I mean, look, it's like, I don't know, sometimes I, I feel like comics is much like music. Uh, and when I'm in the, in the shop, like I often explain, you know, comics like music to, to new customers, especially like mm-hmm. there's there's so much range and so much variety and so much um like so much out there that you can really pick and choose to your taste mm-hmm. and and that, and that's what you know that's what this issue is like all about and and this character is all about and yeah yeah I mean, it's it's great like it's yeah Oh, that's uh, that's cool. Yeah, it's um, and I certainly did enjoy. It. Look, we'll we'll get into it after after our usual break. But first, Wayne, a little bit of idle chat, as Ooh. always. And what we usually do is talk about our pull list. But I actually, what I want to do, Wayne, yeah. um, since you're here, since you know you're keeping things fresh and 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 alive, uh, something different. I thought um, I'm just going to have a little trawl here through our Facebook group uh, mm-hmm. and uh, I'd love to give shout outs to some of these loonies here but let's just see what's been happening over the last week or so the first thing I'd like to give a call or a shout out to is uh, one of our loonies Johnny David Boggs <clears throat> and Wayne I'm not sure if you've seen it but you seem to have a arrival with the uh, LCS staff member artist kind oh. of role uh, yeah so again loonies um some of you would know that um, I posted up a few things before. Wayne, mate, you've been just, <laughs> you've been brilliant sending me some photos of, oh, not photos, some pictures of Moon Knight. Um, really cool, uh, showcasing your artistic ability. Johnny David Boggs here, uh, the owner of his local comic shop, drew him a, a late birthday present. Uh, I did see that. 
did you, did you see that? <laughs> uh, you know, we can say different genre or different different style of of art. <laughs> I think he's just uh, got a, a scrunchy bit a scrunchy bit of paper and a, and a biro there, and uh, he basically has Moon Knight giving the finger to I assume Johnny, saying uh, "fuck it up." It was your birthday with, <laughs> with a with a with a slab of beer under him. So that that's awesome, Wayne. I mean, first thing I've got to ask you is why why didn't you draw that for us? Um, well, look, <laughs> clearly that's probably going to go down on a Moon Knight cover sometime in the future. <laughs> uh, who who am I to set the standards? Huh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I can see it a nice variant cover. Far out, eh? One of those one to what is it one to twenty five editions, Wayne? That you know, yeah, costs cost an arm and a leg to get. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, scrolling up again, actually, we've got something from our high priest Rebecca. Oh, this was on Twitter as well, Wayne. I'm not sure if you saw Jason Aaron. He's actually throwing some weight in about actually and having something for Moon Knight. This I, I look, and he goes on to say, you know, keep reading uh, the new Avengers run that's going on at the moment. Um, everyone knows him, I think now. More so for what he did, the turnaround, I suppose, he really did for Thor. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and, man, it, look, if we could get anything close to that for Moon Knight, I'd be super happy. Yeah. Oh, me too, as well. Um, it seems that Ghost Rider's having a, um, what do you call it? A bit of a resurgence, Resurgence, right? that's it. <laughs> yeah. I've noticed that at the shop, actually. I've been mm. on a lot of Robbie Reyes. Right. Uh, a lot of, yeah, a lot of Silver Age uh uh, Ghost Rider as well. I mean, somebody even asked me for the stuff where, they were, where he's on the horse, and I was like, whoa. Right. Oh, right look, yeah. I guess probably, uh, is it Hulu? I think they're, I mean, because that, rele- that was announced, wasn't it? Um, Gabriel Luna, he's yes. going to reprise his role as Robbie Reyes. So that's maybe generating. I know they've got some Marvel Masterworks reprints or actually new prints coming out of Ghost Rider, what was that, Silver Age or something? Um Stuff so yeah, there's a lot of Ghost Rider bandying about, and I know the upcoming Marvel Comics Presents uh, has uh, an important Ghost Rider. I don't know. I think it's like a, a mass team up. It's Johnny Blaze, Danny Ketch, and Robbie Reyes. I think they get together somehow. Man, it's gonna be interesting. Mm. Um, yeah, like it just feels like we're on on the tip, you know, mm. of something for Moon Knight, something big for Moon Knight to be announced. So we, I feel like they're they're hitting all the right genres yeah. uh, for stuff they're announcing, whether it be television, whether it be movies, whether it be yeah. you know, issues coming out. I just feel it, like it literally is a matter of time. And the fact that, you know, look, it, it's disappointing that we don't have more, but it's exciting because he just seems to be on the tip of everyone's tongue. And, mm. you know, it's definitely a character they've at least spoken about. Yeah. Yeah. It's in everyone's – it's in the back of everyone's – uh, minds, I, I guess I could say, uh, comic book fans and, and MCU fans alike. Uh, look again, I guess we'll, we'll just have to, we'll just have to wait and see, but with these teasers like Jason Aaron putting in stuff about Conchu and Moon Knight, uh, there's a Moon Knight story kind of coming up and, um, and Matthew Rosenberg actually is going to use Moon Knight in his next arc for the Punisher, the Punisher series. Um, he's, I think Rebecca and Connor spoke about that last episode. Uh, he features on a, I think it's issue 15, uh, a Greg Smallwood cover of the Punisher. Moon Knight's there with Night Thrasher, Black Widow, Punisher, and Ghost Rider as well. So 
um, yeah, exciting stuff ahead. Um, Rick Ball, the Rick Ball special. Um, one of the loonies, he speculated maybe the Thunderbolts might oh, yeah. be, yeah, which would be pretty cool. Had you ever collected that series, Wayne? Or I, I haven't. Scotty at work tells me about Thunderbolts all the time, but I haven't I haven't invested the time yet. I'd say. Mm, okay. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds pretty cool. I only kind of dabbled a bit. I think it was when the Punisher, uh, Electro, Deadpool, Red Hulk, that kind of. Um, era of the Thunderbolts came in, yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll I guess we'll see. Uh, look, a couple of other shout outs here through the group. I'm looking here. Oh, actually, Wayne, I wanted to ask you, Supernova, how yes. did how did that go? Like uh, um, uh, setting up was that a nightmare? For, I mean, not nightmare, as in like was that stress city for you? Did um, you, yeah? it's always look. They're always fun. They're always good to do. Oh. It's just it puts a lot of stress on the shop because mm. obviously it's, it's got to run as well. So when you're depleted, you know, four or five members mm. at a con, it just makes everything a lot much harder. As right. far as the the con went though, I've, I've heard nothing but good things. Okay. Um, it seems to me money's always down every year for everyone. That's generally the, the word. I just oh. think they need something to. Uh, they need a bit of a revamp. I don't know about you guys, but the last few convention i've been to that i haven't been working it's just harder and harder to, like the, the conventions are coming a bit more like a uh they're becoming a bit more pop culture and no, it's harder, right. harder to even like trace down the single issues now yeah because I, I, I was talking to um david finn uh, one of the members of the collective host of signal of doom uh he and i were were thinking of going uh i couldn't go just uh, had some other reasons uh but he was mentioning. I asked him as well. Like, are there many? Can can you like spend a day to go and flip through back issues and stuff there, or is it like all as you say, kind of only a it's couple become, of long yeah, look, boxes here and there? Yeah, look, it's become less and less of that. Ah, oh, that's a shame. I'm, I mean, I suppose that's that's the hard part when you know your smaller independent comic shops. I mean, they're paying an arm and a leg for the space. Yeah, you know, it is a yeah. big week. And there is a lot of traffic, but I mean, does it do those guys favors? Mm. That's debatable, but yeah. it's definitely like I think in the last three years, you know, all the conventions I've done and been to just with my kids, yeah, um, it's just been harder and harder. Like I think the last one I went to, um, Supernova last year, mm-hmm. there was maybe two stalls that were selling single issues. So, really, is that all? Well, that's that's a disappointing. And that you know, I'm not talking about like a stall that has you know, 10 variants up on the side of their wall. Like, I'm talking yep. about legit short boxes or long boxes. There's probably like two, maybe three. Right. Jeez. So, yeah. So, American loonies, this is what we, <coughs> the Aussie loonies, have to contend with. Our, our comic conventions are apparently really um, a, a shade compared to what I hear, you know, well, obviously San Diego, New York Comic Con, well, all those big ones, just massive... Yeah, yeah, look, it, it's definitely it's definitely a population thing as well, yeah. um, and the distance you know between the states and here, and getting the big names over here. Yeah, uh, anyone who's ever been or who's a regular, I should say, to, to cons will know that you know you always wait when the big names have been announced yeah. because you know there's going to be people pulling out. Yeah, I, I know um, Donny Cates. He was meant to show up, wasn't he, last weekend? He's- I think he yeah. was a big name. He was the biggest one I recognised. There was Humberto Ramos as well, which I can't, you know, I like his art as well. What, sure. do you, what do you think of his art, by the way? 
Um, yeah, look, to each own. Like, I, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying that like I hate it. Or anything. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not invest, super invested in it. Like, yeah, sure, sure. A lot of artists I like. Because it's very know, distinct, you know. It's kind of the figures are very elongated. Uh, yeah, it's like, I, I kind of dig that because yeah. I kinda, like, you know, as someone who paints and draws mm. and stuff, that like there's a thousand one artists out there that do the photo resemblance images, right? Yeah. But yeah. uh, you know, if you can look at something and recognize someone's work, I mean that I think that speaks volumes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, that's that's true. Um, and I do like I do like his stuff. I mean, I know he is criticized a little here and there for you know drawing way too long necks i'm kind of looking at um looking at you rick ball i think i, I think i remember your comment um but no i think overall he's pretty good uh also as well there's a simon simon bisley he was oh. in there he's a he's a he's, he's a great. legend isn't he yeah yeah, yeah so. a legend, man. i mean anyone who's not in tune with his work and what he's done for the comic industry yeah you know jump online yes i mean classic doom patrol covers mm. Classic Judge Dread. Yeah, uh, in, ooh, he's a monster in the in the business, man. Like, yeah, and and, one, and I, I've never met him, but um, from what I'm told, like one of the nicest guys as well. So, oh, okay, well, he was a he was a big draw card for Dave. So, a big shout out to Dave from uh, Signal of Doom. He wanted to go, if anything, to um, to see him. I think Dave's a big Judge Dread fan. Well, I know he is. So uh, that would have been a big draw card for him. Yeah, look, it's a bit disappointing. Um, I know that cosplay is a big thing uh, in Australian comic conventions, right? It, it's kind of on par, isn't it? Or probably even supersedes the, the comic book element of the comic book yeah. conventions, yeah? Um, yeah. Which, there's nothing wrong with that because uh, what I wanted to actually say was I wanted to shout out, we have two loonies here who posted up something yesterday, Adam Goodread and uh, scrolling down we have Kevin... Players and uh, they both have pretty. Oh, actually, I think. Sorry, I think Kevin might be from the US. Um, anyway, he's got a cool um, Mr. Knight costume. Yes, um, yeah, so I saw does... Kevin. I saw Adam's one. They look great, man. Like, yeah, it's it's funny how uh, Mr. Knight has really like taken off with, especially Moon Knight fans. Like... Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, if if I was ever to do a cosplay, the first thing I was thinking of was like, yeah, because it's a pretty slick costume. Like, it's a it's a suit, right? So you yeah. you're not like walking around with a, a ton of paper mache around you, or you yeah. know, with a big bobbly head on top of you. You, you got got a comfy suit. You've got like a like a mask over you. Uh, obviously anonymous. I think that's probably the way I'd go. Um, Sometimes if, the simpler stuff's the hardest, you know, because you have to mm. have the you have to have the uh, attention to detail. A True. Zeroed in. Yeah, I yeah. know they were talking about because one of the they were exchanging notes. I think here these loonies and one was saying, "Oh, your your cosplay is really cool." I think someone was talking about Adams because uh, he's got pretty cool shoes. Because uh, yeah. I think one of them used um, used Crocs or something before, <laughs> which um, <laughs> right uh, yeah, Mister Knight is cro- uh, you know in Crocs are uh, pretty damn good. Um, also, a little shout out as well. I saw um, a photo here, Donald Heckler Martell, another pretty damn cool Mister Knight there at the um, the Endgame premiere. Uh, Wayne, if you if you had to dress up as someone, who would you dress up as? Uh, definitely Howard the Duck. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you, you guys know, I'm a massive Howard the Duck fan. Oh, really? No, I didn't know. Yeah, like, yeah. Massive. Like, even to the extent at work, I was talking about doing an annual Howard the Duck podcast. <laughs> like, that's how big a Howard the Duck fan I am. 
No, nice. not even not even like, like that's legit. What, what did you think of the? What was that, that movie in the eighties, nineties? Well, I watched that when I was a kid, man. Yeah. So like, I loved it as a kid. Like, as, like a child watching that movie yeah. would like find it fantastic. And now it's, you know, look, if you were to sit down with a magnifying glass, it's terrible. But it's hit that stage now that it's almost classic. Like it's so bad, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. sort of status with with a lot of people so uh i dig it man like you know you can thank how the duck or marvel universe <laughs> for, for paving the way yeah you're right far out so, and he's not forgotten he was featured in guardians of the galaxy obviously james gunn um had a soft spot for howard the duck as well so uh oh, i didn't know that about you wayne nice one yeah. and kevin smith's got the uh the animated version coming out hopefully oh, of course so yeah super excited for that yeah did, did massive you know- fan yeah, did you get, you probably obviously did, um, it was a, a few years ago, was it Chip Zdarsky that did the Howard the Duck um, yes. comic book? That yes. sounded like it was, I didn't end up getting any of it, any of it but knowing Chip Zdarsky now through Daredevil and the Invaders, which um, just phenomenal in my eyes, uh, it must have been a good run as well. Uh, yeah, look, it's a, a different take on Howard, it's definitely a lot more comedic um, and, you know, there's some great moments in there like when he's you know when you make spider-man cry and things like that so <laughs> for me though i like a little like there's a really good mac series that's uh, not in print anymore but you could definitely i think you can pretty much find on comicsology and things like that um how are the duck mac series yeah 100 <laughs> fantastic but it's a bit more um howard's a lot more cynical and you know a bit more hardened i think than the cute uh fluffy duck image that he portrays sometimes but uh, it's a great run. I definitely recommend that. And he also did a um, oh, what's the one with him and She Hulk? Media Duckling, I think it was called as well, which is also oh, wow. a great, a great run as well. Okay, Wayne, this is um, this is going straight into the show notes. You know that, don't you? So, <laughs> <laughs> so loonies, anyone who has a penchant for Howard the Duck, uh, tune in on tune in on this episode and check out the links. We'll, we'll get them to you. That's great. awesome. So, That's, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. and there's like Howard's got his own like. You know, classic runs and stuff like that. So, mm. yeah, yeah. I, I, admittedly, I don't know. I, I don't know much about him. I assume he was the, the precursor to, um, like Squirrel Girl. Like I know, I know they're both their own thing. Um, They've crossed over before. Um, yeah, the Sadarsky run crossed over with um, Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Okay. Um, that was okay. It was like a, I think, a two or four. Yeah few miniseries they, they did that spun off from both series um yeah. okay but i mean look not my not the howard i would write but yeah. you know it was still a lot of fun I, you know i still got all the singles at home oh, okay cool yeah. yeah no they seem to be of the same kind of genre just a bit on the on the fringe of the actual marvel universe and yeah i know they are a, they are part of it but yeah they seem to have that little distance um and look, finally, just um, again, scrolling through, scrolling through, uh, and I wanted a, a big shout out here. Jeez, I hope I can do his name justice. Uh, Raphael Pianikowski. Uh, I don't know if you, get, you saw that again. Wayne, he showed off his tattoos, and man. Oh, dude, if love those. Ever you were thinking of having a tattoo, have a look at Raphael's awesome tattoos of Moon Knight and Sentry. In tar- tarot card form. Wicked. Uh, I just want to know if he's going to get them coloured. Mm. Either way, I think they look fantastic. But I was just wondering if you had, if you were going good... to get coloured or not. But yeah, that's either, a good, that's, yeah, that's a good point. I, I, I mean, like, like as you say, I, I think they look 
good as they are. They're just bloody fantastic. I, I wonder if you design them or, or what have you, but um, they look really good. And then a lot of other loonies came in, uh, weighed in with uh, with showing their tattoos as well. Uh, so again, Wayne, tattoos. Have you got one? Yes. Oh, you do? Yes, I do. The massive one. Oh, you do? <laughs> oh okay. Have I yeah. missed it? Oh, it's on the arm, is it? No, no. It's, uh, no, on the back. My shoulder, yeah. Ah, okay, yeah. No, because I was just, you know, trying to do <clears> memory <throat> recall, and I said, no, nah, I can't, can't think I, was, didn't think I saw a, one on there. It's not a Moon Knight tramp stamp, I'm sorry, but... <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that a Howard the Duck one? <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to comment on the grounds I might incriminate myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh nice one. So you, you've um, been under the uh, under the needle. Uh, was, it a good, was it a good experience? Or was it, oh, I haven't got one myself, but... Uh, look... What I did, just the size, the one I got, um, I got it many years ago now when I was still playing State League. Uh, I took one of the chattiest persons I knew mm-hmm. with me uh, to distract me as I got it done. Ah. It didn't really hurt, man. Like after, like, I don't know, for anyone who has not had a tattoo, this was my experience. I'm mm-hmm. told it just depends on what part of the body you get it. You know, obviously some parts are a bit more tender than others. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I found my, my whole uh, shoulder went numb anyway oh, after okay couple minutes the only thing that hurt was when they had to go back over stuff for shading so oh right but it's not like yeah. it's not like i mean it's not like super unbearable you've, okay. you've got worse so yeah, yeah right yeah uh, yeah i mean like oh, you know i've always, always um not you know just thought okay it would be cool to get a tattoo um, i'll give some advice i'll give the advice my dad gave me because mm-hmm. my mom was very no my mom didn't see my tattoo for <laughs> for weeks oh after. okay yeah just because I didn't want to make a big deal of it, and I just happened to walk out one day, of, you know, with a singlet on, and she noticed yeah. it. Yeah. Freaked yeah. Out. And my dad was like, "All right." My dad was cool with it, and he just said, "All right." Oh, cool. So, once you decide on what you want, Wayne, he said, yeah. "What I want you to do is, you know, take a photo of it, stick it up on the mirror, you know, yeah. and then in a month's time, if you still think it's a good idea, then go get it done." And I did that. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, so you, sorry, you took a photo. Okay, took a photo of whatever the design was, and then yep. you just put it on. Okay, I put it up next to my mirror. I looked at it in the mornings. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that's still no, I still want to get that done. And you know, yeah. see if it's a bad idea. You know, and by the end of the week, you get like, man, if you're doing that, you haven't second guesses, then it's probably not the right one. Yeah, that's true. Don't yeah, <clears throat> and don't ever make decisions under the influence. Okay, yep. okay, I guess. Um, I've Go always th- those okay. are sorry. What was that? I was going to say, you don't want to get drunk. Yeah. I mean, thinking that you asked for a rose on your, your leg, walking yeah. out with a nose. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> just a big, hairy nose just yeah. on, your, on your leg. What the hell is that? Dripping. <laughs> 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 uh, no, that'd be, that'd be cool. I, I don't know. I always, um, I'd always fancied an animal, I thought. Like maybe great tattoos actually animals yeah like one of my well my favorite animal is the um is the octopus um you know i'm not afraid to admit it it's such a weird otherworldly creature wayne it really is it's it's nothing like anything else in the world um and yeah i thought you know with the tentacles that would be you know you can have a bit of fun with that you know wrap it around the arm or something or i don't know um then i thought maybe a tiger as well because uh Big, uh, big Tigers fan, but uh, you know, I don't know whether I want to <laughs> announce that the way that they're going. But anyway, <laughs> so anyway, no. Any, so look to paint a picture for those who aren't in the group and 
I should be asking, why aren't you in the group? Come on, come on to facebook.com slash group slash ITK Moon Knight. Join the group if you're listening to this podcast. You can have a look at this fantastic tattoo. It's two uh, two tarot cards, basically one on each forearm, on the, um, the inside forearm. Uh, one saying Moon with Mr. Knight crouched on, looks like a chimney or something. Um, and the other one on the other forearm is Sun. And he's got the sentry. Man, whoever thought they would see a sentry tattoo? <laughs> but yeah, that, uh, last, uh, that last sentry run that Marvel did last mm, year. Oh yes, fantastic. With Jeff Lemire, yeah, I, I enjoyed yeah. it. They that was meant to be a regular series. They bloody canned it. Man, under the radar. That like people that was, yeah. like people like get on the the wagon about uh, Mister Miracle. Mm-hmm. I, I, I honestly, I, the sentry for that that run for me was like man, pretty on par. Oh, nice, right. But, it's a lot shorter, obviously, yeah. but it's it's good, man. It's really nice and fleshed out. It's good. Oh yeah, I totally enjoyed. It. I got all the uh, yeah, have all the issues myself. <clears throat> Big Lemire fan. Looking forward to the ongoing series, but then they announced their five issues in or whatever. That was it. So <laughs> Marvel yeah. way. Yeah, the Marvel way. Obviously, the numbers weren't weren't doing um, them any any favors. But yeah. um, <clears throat> so there you go, Loonies. Uh, just a little little howdy doody into the ITK group just to see what's going on, what's cooking. Um, yeah, so keep it up. It, it, it's great to, to see all this fandom, like tattoos, artworks. Um, it's really good to share all this as well. Uh, actually, another shout-out. I'd like to actually give another shout-out. I saw it on Instagram to our friend Anthony Sitgo over at Capes on the Couch, uh, Capes on the Couch where comics get counselling. He actually picked up an original art, uh, like a page of artwork, from Mark Spector, Moon Knight, one of the uh, issues from the Scarlet Redemption. Now, those of you would know, Anthony is an Amiga level loony. He has practically everything of of Moon Knight, um, just short of a couple of cameo appearances, and uh, he's a huge fan of the Scarlet Redemption. Uh, he and I got to speak to J.M. DiMatteis on our hundredth episode. Um, go check it out if you haven't. It's a, a very fun interview with uh, one of the legends of the comic book industry anyway so yeah congratulations anthony on that that's um that is bloody awesome uh he posted it up it's a picture of scarlet fascinera or stained glass scarlet she's on a on a boat basically saying everyone's going to burn to hell (laughs) so (laughs) not you know probably not above the mantelpiece um maybe in some uh in some nook or or uh in some study uh we would look mighty fine but yeah so um love these uh this fandom being shared around on our in our community great stuff to see anyway wayne we are here for a mission and our mission is to go through moon knight issue seven are you up for it my good sir yeah look can i just do one thing for yeah, you of course talk? sure 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 uh look so last time i was on the show mm-hmm. i got absolutely crucified by my co-hosts <laughs> for not shouting them out and uh <laughs> look so, so i'm on a i'm on a basketball mm. podcast us called the courtside podcast yes. we are very tongue-in-cheek it's very much you know uh for any sports fans out there or even comic fans it's the you know our show is all about that conversation you have with your mates you know that and that's where we built our show off so uh they have been ruthless every week for mm. not putting them over on and giving them a shout out so vince <laughs> vinrock the people's champ and Stu, second richest man in sydney benson <laughs> uh my two fantastic co-hosts on the courtside podcast um, a big salute to those guys, and Jesus Christ, we give it a rest. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've laid that one to bed, Wayne. Surely, 
Yeah, I've been like every episode since uh, has been them shouting each other on out on our show, but not me because you know I'm not oh, a stick. Oh no, no, no. Rough. Well, rough crowd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. They keep you on your toes, Wayne. That's for sure. They well, they keep you honest. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, issue. Let's get this issue. Yeah, no. Well, actually, well, let, let's just go to a, a quick ad break. Um, yeah. Set yourself in, Wayne. Get yourself a nice cuppa. And uh, we'll be back on the other side of this to get into our Lunar Pit Classic Run review. See you soon. Hi, this is Phil Parrish from the Caves and Lunatics podcast, a proud member of the collective. And you're listening to Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. Yes, welcome back, Looney listeners, episode 102. Yes, we are triple digits, and we are in our Classic Run review now with a mighty fine co-host in Wayne Hunt from Courtside Podcast. Wayne, and obviously King's Comics, the best comic book store in the universe. Wayne, are you ready? I am more than ready for this. This is great. Excellent. All right, so we are going to cover... Issue 7. Now, what we usually do for those who don't listen or haven't listened before, uh, this is going to be just an informal chat. Uh, we'll start off with a um, a sliver, which is basically a summation of what the issue entails. It will then proceed with Wayne and myself just talking about stuff that we think uh, is interesting, uh, maybe question a few things, maybe pan a few things, who knows. Uh, and we'll finish off with our patented convoluted moon rating system. Uh, don't worry about it. You'll see when we get there. So, um, uh, I don't know. I always do throw it to... I'll give you the opportunity, Wayne. Do you want to try and summarize this in a few short sentences? I'm going to put some backing music to this. So, Oh, wow. Um, um, so you can either do something really kind of intense and deep or... I don't know I, if I can issue. It's, uh, I mean... My angle on this one is mm-hmm. there's so much to talk about uh, with the art and ah, issues. Uh, there's like a lot I, I'm looking forward to cover. Um, I think as you pointed out to me um, when we're talking about this um, off air, it really is a lead up issue mm-hmm. to issue eight. Yep. Um, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but there's just a lot of um, prep work done during this issue, a yes, lot of talking, lot a lot to read through. And I just wish there was maybe a little bit more of what the cover exposes later on in the issue. Absolutely. That is exactly, I was going to hit on that point as well. It's a pretty juicy carrot dangled in front of us, isn't it? That cover. And uh, it doesn't quite kind of, you know, satiate our appetite within because it is like a setup issue, as you say. Um, But look, you know, just, just quickly then, all I'll say before we get into it is basically Mark catches wind from uh, Crawley at Jenna's Diner that in Chicago there's some sort of um, terrorist, potential terrorist activity. They don't know what. They go in uh, and they find the water's been poisoned or tainted. Uh, a couple of guys called uh, Fox and Simon, I believe. Um, very kind of, we'll, we'll get into it. But they seem to be the um, the ringmasters of this little sh- you know, shenanigan. Uh, <laughs> anyway, people start going crazy. And uh, that also includes the likes of Frenchie and Marlene. So, Marlene. Marlene's hot, man. 
man. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> Marlene's good. Yeah, she's yeah, she's very um. It's always she's a steady she's a steady boat, isn't she? To to Moon Knight's yeah. bloody dog paddle or whatever. I was thinking reading this issue. Uh, yeah. You know, and obviously we'll, we'll touch on it later, but it would be good to have a series where Marlene loses it when she goes crazy, like the weight of having to deal with, you know, yeah. Moon and his multiple personalities literally drives her mental. Yeah. Oh, that. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was because what you were beginning to say, I was reminded of um, Mark Spector issue. 34 there's a one shot issue of Frenchie it's all dedicated to Frenchie and he doesn't go insane but he does kind of uh, enact some vengeance on a supervillain uh, it's really cool and uh, when when you're talking about that yeah I thought the same for Marlene would be awesome to actually yeah spotlight well anyway so Wayne let's open it up then so you mentioned the art by um oh we should probably well, give some yeah. some credits here uh, writers yes. Doug Mensch, Bill Sinkevich, the super team there, Klaus Jansen, Joe Rosen, letterer, Don Warfield, colorist, Denny O'Neill, editor, and Jim Shooter, infamous Jim Shooter, editor-in-chief. So, yeah, so Wayne, <clears throat> Sinkevich's art, good? It's great. Uh, you know what? We should actually mention that uh, for people who are struggling to find this or who oh, want to be uh, more of it and, you know, what's you know what's built around this issue I think it's collected in the Marvel Epic Collections. Um, yes, uh, Volume 2. Yeah, Shadows of the Moon. Shadows of the Moon. It's in my hot little hands right now. That's a, what, how I'm reading it. Um, yep, exactly. So available in hard, cover, uh, in, sorry, in, in hard copy, but also yeah. the Epic Collection is digital as well. Yeah, and look, if you want it in, in print, I'd recommend going out and get it because the Epic mm. Collection is out of print super quick. And that's such a pain in the bum. I wish Marvel would just keep pumping them out, but I know. not to be. Not to but be. Yeah. the art, man, oh, wow. Jeez, just this cover is uh, crazy. brilliant, yeah. It, it reminds me of those classic um, 1980s Hollywood movie posters. Yes. The way they've laid out the font. I will say this. I had a little bit of chuckle because at first glance, if you just quickly look at it, it looks like Moon Knight's yeah. playing the guitar. Just the <laughs> it does actually. It, like it does actually because those yeah. those blades look like the guitar, right? hundred uh, percent. I was like, <laughs> maybe that was a re- photo reference uh, for Moon Knight. Um, but the other thing I dug throughout this issue was just the. I mean, how hard is it to get an expression uh, across mm. to the reader with a guy who has his face covered in black and in a in a cloak and two white dots? Yeah and two white dots and they do really well through this issue um, uh, to, to portray that I suppose yeah. um, the other thing that gets me every time with, with these older issues like you know like they're classics they're classics we touched on at the start of the show is the colouring is great mm. it really reminds me of um, especially going through this and you know there's like pink skies and yellow skies and mm-hmm. All, all this crazy colouring really reminds me of um, uh, The Watchmen. Oh, okay. Right, yes. Yeah. yeah. No, it is It is good. Sienkiewicz's art is, is great. And Moon Knight is as fluent as ever with his, um, I guess, the, the anatomy and the motions. Like, There's a couple of, um, a couple of shots here uh, a bit later on when he gets kind of um, attacked by a mob uh, and he's trying to fight them off. There's a couple of really good, I guess, figure, what do you call it, figure shots? Uh, yeah. Wayne, uh, where he's like he's doubled over, but he goes for a punch. All very fluid, um, and yeah, really great. Sinkovich's art. He hasn't really hit his stride yet, though, has he? Sinkovich. This is still pretty, 
kind of early-ish, I'm thinking, compared to his later works. I mean, obviously, chronolo- chronologically, it is as yeah. well. Um, but yeah, no, it, it is um, it is quite nice. Uh, and I always laugh at that at Moon Knight's uh, helicopter. It looks like <laughs> looks like a UFO, and <laughs> yeah, you know, like I, th- I think they just don't know what to do with it. For, like it's changed so many times. <laughs> they they just know he's got a rope ladder, and that's about it. And, and yeah. off he goes. Um, I mean, when you hit that page, that that orange sky. I mean, yeah. that's how really but the coloring really works and really is an echo of you know what they're doing like you'll see this all the way through mm-hmm. you know a lot of the marvel epic collections you know i just feel like the coloring is fantastic like mm. and it's a very yeah it's very classic yeah yeah i, I think also as well with sinkovich's sinkovich's art and and i've mentioned it previously he does um like the facial expressions really really good as well uh like there's one of marlene here in in the epic collection i I can only just cite page 54 she's on the phone to jake um and there's one of them and then on the opposite page is that security guard that gets kind of walloped by one of the the criminals Uh, i just love these facial expressions um and they get it gets even better like later on I, i remember there's one i posted up with detective flint i think that was in the issues 20s or something but sinkevich really does change uh, and does refine his style a lot, um, but yeah, no, um, another. I think another um, main attraction to this artwork for this issue. Yeah, yeah, um, it's, really, it's really ink heavy, uh, yeah. but it's. I, I love it, uh, and I love this style because it's very less is more. Mm. You know, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, sometimes it's just there's just enough there to tell the story, and that's all you need. You know, let the reader's imagination take it from there sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But having said that also as well, and I think this is probably the sign of the times as well, Wayne, like these pages are packed with panels. We're talking like small panels, overlapping panels. Um, There's uh, there's one here, like I'm counting one, two, three, four, five, six, like there's like eight or nine panels all jam-packed in. So uh, there's a lot of information to kind of process when you read this. Um, I know, I kind of dig that though, you know. Yeah, kind of think there's something to sink your teeth in. You know, there's definitely a story here. You know, there's definitely Mm. something going on. It's not just you know some throw throw together. Yeah, well, I found the pacing to this quite quite good. Like, uh, I think Rebecca mentioned about issue six. I found the same, actually, more so in issue seven. There is a lot of dialogue by Doug Mensch, but it did not it did not impede the the pace of the the comic issue at all. Yeah. Uh, it was actually quite quite nice to actually just go through it because there's a lot of information as well. I mean, Doug Mensch really does, similar to these panels, he does pack a lot in the story. Um, so so with the story, Wayne, uh, again, look, maybe going through the main plot of this, which is essentially very simple, right? It's, it's basically yeah. um, Moon Knight gets tipped off. They go to Chicago. And these two guys, Simon and Fox, they decide um, to hold the city to ransom by poisoning the water. I mean, not the most original, um, you know, plan. Sure. But, uh, <laughs> but those guys are a bit underdone, I thought. Like, we, we didn't know anything about them. Um, they... We know, we know Fox is out of control and he's... Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the wild card, I suppose. But yeah, like, I don't know, you know, sign of the times, like, there's definitely, like... A lot in this issue that I read and I go, I can see the influence here, mm. you know, in later Moon Knight runs and stuff like that and yeah. things that touched on here, like even slightly touched on here that, you know, like 
Lemire has exploited and expanded on later on, and yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's a cool little read. Yeah, look, I think there's a there is a fine line between it as well. Look, I don't want to say that I do love. Like it's funny if you have a villain that is very kind of well well defined, like say like a, a rogues gallery, like a Bushman or whatever. So you know Moon Knight's going up against this person or whatever, you know, yeah. or Morpheus. Um, there are a lot of these early stories, um, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's a different sort of thing where Moon Knight do, does tackle uh, a lot of pretty much like street level crims. Um, yeah. But there is a fine line, I think, where you've kind of got to make them interesting enough. To yeah. make the um, uh, to, to to give them weight, you know, to to make to make us have a vested interest in Moon Knight to defeat them. Um, what I found here, though, with Simon and Fox, were uh, they they're probably incidental because the main thing is about the water, right? The water is the villain, really. I mean, they're just yeah. the guys that put the poison in there, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I guess maybe. One of the shortcomings for this were um, I would have liked to have learnt more about Simon and Fox. Um, it seemed a little hurried that this was their idea to to extract some money. Like, what was their motive? Like, why? I mean, why? Yeah, they, I mean, yeah. I think maybe I don't know. It's it's kind of that thing, you know. As a Moon Knight fan, like I think you know any long time reader of Moon Knight fan mm. uh, or anyone who's invested in the character kind of is aware of the lack of prominent villain. You know, so you're not going to get that this issue because that well, that you know, this has been an issue with with Moon Knight. Um, but you know, it's funny you, you mentioned the street level stuff because I was actually thinking today. You know, like yeah. we we not harbor on, but you know, I, I think we yearn for that strong villain counter to Moon Knight. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of thinking today though, is it so bad that he is a bit more street level? <clears throat> you know, is a bit more daredevil. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, is that such a bad thing? No, look, I, I don't think it's a bad thing at all. But, like, I think with Daredevil, at least he has someone oh, like the Kingpin. Yeah, yeah sure. you know, or the Owl, like at the moment with Chip Zdarsky. Um, yeah. And although that he doesn't interact with them directly, um, their influence with the street gangs or whatever or thugs that Daredevil comes across, yeah, that that kind of, at least you know that it's a head-to-head, like, and that's that yeah. sort of thing. Um, you know what's cool, though? It's like... Uh, I, I totally agree with everything you just said, but I think the cool thing is now it's up to these new writers that are coming mm, in. Yeah, yeah. There, there is so many untapped villains throughout the course of early Moon Knight history that you could literally grab one and have free reign and basically flesh him out. Like, yeah. even, you know, you know Conquer Lord, obviously one of my <laughs> yeah. villains from... Uh, I was sorry. Waiting, waiting for it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say it right, said it. Conquer Lord. <laughs> You know, even someone like that character, you could mm. take that a mile. Do you know what I mean? If yeah. you're a new writer jumping on the, on Moon Knight, I mean, there's so many out there that you are now... Mod- modernise him as well, you know? Uh, 100%, 100%. Yeah, you have his two rats and... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. His, his suit, I don't know. His suit's going to have to be redone, that's for sure. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, Yeah, no, I, I totally agree as well. The, the next writers that do come along and... Oh, I was about to say we have that annual coming in September, but that's uh, Acts of Evil, so that's he's up against Kang uh, already. Do you feel weird that we get an annual 
from a character that doesn't have a series. I kind of find it a little bit weird. Yeah, I find it weird, but the other other half of me just going, look, I'm just going to grab what I can get. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I'll, no questions, I'll grab it, whatever. <laughs> whatever, like, you know. But maybe also there's a little bit of, okay, does this mean that there's going to be a series coming up? Oh, I don't know. Hey, maybe it's a lead-in and we don't know it yet. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. So, um, yeah, so, uh, okay, so... Simon and Fox aren't the aren't the greatest. Uh, there's a little bit of look. Is it Fox with the with the blonde hair? He's got a bit of a mop of a head. Um, yep. He you know a slight distinct look with the round glasses. So starting to get there, but uh, not not um, memorable enough for me. But as we mentioned, the water is the real thing here, and uh, and I guess Wayne, what did you what did you think of uh, these people going crazy? I, you know what? I laughed and was like yeah. horrified by the panel of the red-haired lady who comes, I think, running out of, I want to say, the museum, oh, yeah, yeah. and <laughs> and bites him on the lip or the like. Yeah. I'm like, first, how do you let someone get that close to you? That it's <laughs> <laughs> quite graphic, isn't it? That that is, dude. Bit, I'm like, whoa. Yeah, that is a bit off-putting. Like. She's yeah. crazy. She bit she me. Bit me is what he says, and uh, man, I'd be screaming bloody murder if that happened to me. Oh, <laughs> man. Looks... it looks painful, doesn't it? it, it looks... Looks... Yeah, it it just... looks... yeah. Um... yeah. I kind of dug it. I, I, I... <laughs> in a weird way, I, yeah. I, I feel like I had seen it before, like maybe a movie, like this, this sort of idea. But obviously, you know, this is from 1980, so. Yeah. It's cool, man. Like, it's a cool twist. It's, you know, this yeah. is, again, like, reading this, I'm just like, man, this is something you could just run a mile with now these days. You get a yeah. good writer on something like this, and, man, it could change a lot of things. <laughs> Certainly can do that. Well, I got I got vibes of um, The Incredible Hulk. Like, they seem to be hulking out. They seem to, when the drug or whatever the water hits them, it seems they just end up looking up into the sky. They just bellow out a big... Yeah. And then they start doing stuff because you got Frenchie doing that. There's one bit I think it's a couple of pages later. Um, Marks somehow Moon Knight's somehow figured out. Oh, and this is another thing: how he comes about to it. Like he he just stumbles onto it, and then he convinces himself that it's the water, and then it's like that's it. That must be right. Like because he goes, yeah, because he goes. There should be some germ warfare, chemical gas, or oh, the water. It's got to be the water. It's like how did he come to that? Yeah, good conclusion, Mark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, he's he was spot on. So, his uh, detective skills. So I don't know. He's got like a sixth sense there. But um, Frenchie's just going, "Oh, Mark, I've I've just already had a glass of," and then he goes, "Yeah," and he and he um, oh, dare I say, he just he looks. Quite, I mean, quite terrible. Um, I want to I want to say that you know a lot of the early stuff um, does suffer from. Uh, I always, I always use the term like kids writing, right? Mm, yes. And then suddenly this happened, and then yes. this happened, and you know everything's very coincidental. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, but that's, that's the fun of reading this old stuff. So you can't harp on that too much, like because you, if you harp on that, you you'll miss out. Like you know, the last show I was on, we, we talked about that. That's what that felt like to me, and I was like, that's a real shame. But yeah. you know, all this really early stuff, it, it's very much of that tone, and yes. uh, but it's fun, like yeah, you. Oh, man, read them for fun. Like. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You shouldn't be nitpicking it. I, I guess I'm looking for little things just to, you know, kind of balance the scale. Because I did, I did love this uh, this issue. Actually, it was it was a lot of fun. But uh, that's true. I mean, you can't because different style of writing, and it is because we're a lot more. 
I, I think we as readers nowadays scrutinise things way lot, uh, way more than back then. I don't know. Maybe it was the style of writing. Um, We've been spoilt with such good writing since um, yeah. something like this as well. And I think you know the the time. Uh, you know, and for anyone who hasn't listened, to go listen to episode um, episode one hundred of Into the Night the Night podcast because you know I definitely got. Um, you know, it's definitely a different time and they're writing to gain this character steam so they can keep writing the book. So yeah. a lot of it's aimed to be fun. It's aimed to be, I mean, I don't want to say Batman, but, you know, it's, it's yeah. aimed for that. <gasps> you know, like, blasphemy, right? Blasphemy. But, you know, it's got that element, you know, of yeah. this needs to be fun because, hey, we wouldn't be writing this again in, you know, yeah. five issues, not be cancelled in two. So, yeah. No, true, true. I mean, so there are a lot of things that you, you should really just suspend your disbelief um, with. Uh, so as we mentioned, you know, the backstory for, for Simon and Fox, um, yep. this this water thing. Um, yeah. But it's ridiculous. <laughs> it is. Well, and look, we're heading That's towards. So, so what happens, obviously... Um, Moon Knight, he doesn't drink the water, obviously, because he knows that that's a thing. But he does come across some of the goons of Simon and Fox, and they throw some gas bombs at him. And I guess that has the same, maybe the same or different effect um, than the other people who are um, poisoned by the water. But here's a money shot here, Wayne. For me, the money shot for for this whole issue, and it's, it's probably a little tragic, is when he looks up at the no smoking sign and the the letters... Um, shuffle around and form moon kings. Now, I don't know about you, I'm always impressed with, uh, you know, how words can be jumbled to make something yeah. else. <laughs> yeah. So hats off there to Doug Mensch for figuring that one out. But that's uh, that was pretty cool, I thought. Oh, I, like, I like how he worked Frenchie up. <laughs> was that, oh, how, did he, what, how did he do that? Um, he dives in the water, oh, saves yes. Frenchie, pulls, him <laughs> yeah, that's right. pulls his mask up, starts CPR. Oh, yeah, that's right. Slaps him really hard in the face. <laughs> and then socks him again. Yeah. yeah. And then knocks him out again. So it's like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel like you're going about this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, let's hope he doesn't do the same to Marlene. I mean, like, and, and that's the thing at the end, right? So Marlene, yeah. that was a big thing. That was the um, race against time. That's what Mark or Moon Knight was up against. Um, if we're talking about artwork here, Wayne, that last page with Marlene, with a broken mirror, and the running water, fantastic. Oh, I need to duck to that. Oh, uh, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. Because I looked at that and went, oh, she's batshit crazy. Yeah, I need to... really well drawn. Alice. I reckon, like, this is, like, I always say this in the shop uh, when a new issue comes out. I read a lot of number ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, just interested to see how, you know, different takes on things. But I really, you know, the point of a single issue is to A, hook you in, yep. which Moon Knight has done with this with the cover, and B, to get you to read the next issue, which they've done with the last panel here. Yeah. So it's fantastic in, the, in those two elements. Like if this was a issue off the shelf, you'd pick it up and you go, oh, this looks good. Yep. And then you'd read it to the end and you go, oh, I need the next one now. She looks batshit crazy. Yeah, it ticks, ticks off all the boxes. It's great. Yeah, um, yeah no, it was, a, it was a super fun read. Um, and... Obviously, Moon Knight starts hallucinating, and this is where we finally get. What are we? One, two, last, the last, second last page, basically. Yeah. Um, we actually finally get these Moon Men, uh, the Monster Men, um, 
It's great, man. Yeah, yeah. And and, and again, there's a bit of a parallel because we see in reality, Moon Knight is fighting just these goons, but he's <laughs> looking as if he's on the moon fighting these crazy uh, monster men. Uh, and they kind of hold him, restrain him, and, well, he's, uh, he's in front of a, an oncoming train. So... Um, that's kind of where we're left it with, with obviously Marlene gone a bit crazy. This is another thing, Wayne, the, the running water. It reminds me of Iron Fist Season 2 with uh, Typhoid Mary. <laughs> she did that then as well, but yeah. she had a reason for that. Um, this one well, is just to, just to make her look crazy? Yeah, oh, 100%. <laughs> okay. Actually, uh, I'm going back. I remembered um, that, that panel you were talking about, the non-smoking, mm-hmm. going over to Moon King. So a couple of things I really dug about this issue, and you see it a lot. Um, throughout the older stuff, it, one is their um, their attention to make Moon Knight's cape look like the moon. Yes, yes. Either he's running or swinging, it's or, or always in like that that rounded moon shape. Yeah. Um, and the irony of him chasing a guy in a wolf mask. Yes. Yeah. True. Uh, so, like. Yeah. Absolutely. It's. Um... I, I don't think, uh, yeah, I think Mensch was was pretty calculated in that. There, um, he's got the Frank. The, one of the other goons has a Frankenstein mask on, and the other guy had some dunce, some weird dunce mask. <laughs> I don't even know what that was. Orange party hat, yeah. <laughs> Orange party hat. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's um, yeah, it's quite quite good indeed. Just um, having cool. it's cool that whole him. I mean, the panels on that next page of him, you know. Very, just reminded me of Lemire's run. I know I always talk about when I'm on here, but I love it. I love that run so much. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Just the, uh, you know, the the panel switching from him to his hallucinations to reality. You know, same mm. shot. Yep. But. Well, yeah, that was it. It was touched upon in the Lemire run, wasn't it, with um, yeah. Space Moon Knight, uh, the James and, Stokoe bit with, um, yeah. yeah, the wolf guy. I just wish we had another, in this issue, I wish we had another page of that, you know, because yeah. it, was, it was like, I was like, oh, this sells it for me, like this, yeah. this jumping between realities and him, you know, trying to center himself, yeah. you know, because he realized the water's marked up, you know. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Like, it makes me want to read uh, issue eight straight away. Yeah. Um, yeah, so um, any way, before we get on to the ratings here, Wayne, any, um, any other final thoughts here? Uh, Crawley had a pretty cool deal again. He's, um, I like the little, um, you know, he, he obviously tipped Mark off. Uh, not completely correct, but it's good to see the supporting cast um, very much part of this whole world, which you, don't, you didn't really get to see that much in the um the Bemis run right no. the last yeah. run um so we're missing out on Jenna and Ricky and Ray and Crawley and Frenchie and Marlene uh well Marlene turned up but um i think they're very important to the whole uh, world of moon knight um so that's one of the main things as well that i really love about this everyone's got their little pl- part to play um it's and sort of in a weird way like they help make moon knight you know like yeah. they they are the Moon Knight world, you know, yeah. like they're the balance between each persona, you know, mm. it, it, it's, it's quite funny that, you know, a guy who's suffers from uh, multiple uh, personality disorder is, you know, has such staple characters actually throughout the history of his, of his oh, work. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I'd actually, I'd, if there ever was, if there ever was a TV series or a movie, 
I would be just as excited to see Jenna on screen, to see Jenna. Crawley on screen, to see Frenchie. Love like, to see Frenchie. Yeah, that would be you know even if there was a it was like another superhero show, and then you get like Jenna's diner. That would be just yep. awesome because <laughs> they they are just so part and parcel of Moon Knight. Um, it, it's hard to not include them in on anything. Um, anyway, okay, well, shall we give this a good old rating then? Oh, yeah. Out of uh, just out of ten, Wayne, I can do the translation into the Weirdo Wacko um, moon <clears throat> moon system. I think it is. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. I yeah I had I had a thought, but I might might readjust my score. Well, I think it's like near seven or eight. You know. Four... Okay. For what it for what it is, and like all the things we've we've mentioned throughout the show, you know, like, I mean, you know, is this going to weigh up against some of the classic runs? No, of course not. But mm. for as far as like a time capsule of both Moon Knight and Marvel, yeah, um, during nineteen eighty eighty one or whatever it was, like it's it's pretty damn good. Like it, it like like you said, you know, it ticks all the boxes. Yeah, so um, so you're giving about a seven, seven and eight. I want to say, I want to say a seven. A seven, okay. Yeah. So um, in that that system, uh, we're looking at a um, waning, waning gibbous. So just under a three quarter. Ah, uh, yeah. So seven and a half is the three quarter moon, obviously. So a waning gibbous for you, about a seven, just a little under. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I um, truth be told, I was about to give it a three quarter moon, a seven and a half. But I, in thinking again, um, I'd have to agree with you, Wayne. I think just a little under. I mean, seven out of ten is still very good. Okay? I mean, look, we can not... definitely, like we said, you know, you definitely pick this apart if we wanted, but mm-hmm. for what it oh. is, and it's it's fantastic for what it is. Yeah. Look, and exactly what you said. Like we can pick it apart with the little things, but yeah. What you said, I'm going to throw all that away because it is a, a thing of the time. So marking it purely from a thing of the time, I think it's, I, I think it's a good seven. Um, I found it really enjoyable. Actually, I enjoyed it a lot more than issue issue six. I read that um, not that long ago because last week um, Rebecca and Connor reviewed that, and that was a really good issue as well. This one yeah. I enjoyed more um, just because of the. I don't know. There was a lot of action in it. <laughs> um, again, I'm a big action guy. There was a uh, lot to it, you know. There was a lot of fleshing out. Yeah, yeah. This, you know, leading to this next issue. And, yes, but it still, it still covered all its bases, you know. Yeah, and it's always fun to like this this whole trope of poisoning the water and people going mental. It's a lot of fun to see people go crazy, isn't it? You know. <laughs> so, so, um, so there you go, loonies. That's an easy one to average out between us. Uh, that is a 7 out of 10, a waning gibbous. Now, Wayne, before we go any further, we have a little bit of feedback from the loonies for this one. Um, we have just a couple of uh, a couple of comments here from Jordan Hegarty. Um, very cool loony. Um, I've been interacting with Jordan on, on YouTube, which I believe that's how he listens to the podcast. Right on. Um, yeah, so Jordan um, says the cover... Um, pushed me over the edge, full loony. So there you go, Jordan. Um, if, like Wayne and I said, if this didn't get you, uh, then Moonlight playing the air guitar 
um, will <laughs> cer- certainly do it for you. <laughs> uh, he, he goes on to further say, love, love, love this cover, loved the story too. Yep, well, from our review as well, I think we're in the same boat, Jordan. Yeah. Um, we very much loved it indeed. Uh, a very, very solid issue and um, who knows, might even push an eight for issue eight, you know, because it's all set up now and um, things can really start rolling in the next issue. Um, we have another comment here from Josh. Geronimo! Johnson, one of our valued loonies. Now, you would have heard Josh on our 100th episode as well, um, and Josh, a regular contributor to the show. Uh, he mentions, pretty solid issue. Uh, it's the good old someone's poisoned the waterhole plot that's been done in comics countless times, but it's fun to see Mooney handle that situation. I think this story was the inspiration for that Werewolves on the Moon uh, movie that was shown in the Lumiere run. Yes, exactly. Uh, this also has a pretty great cliffhanger with Mark about to be hit by a train and that last page of Marlene finally becoming like Stephen. Crazy. Uh, yep. That art... Um, the art of it is pretty good. Marlene looks really uh, fucking creepy. Uh, I can't wait to read the next issue to see how this story plays out. But I'd rate this issue a waning gibbous. Josh, we are right on the money, Wayne. We yeah. are picking these like, you know, <laughs> like a dirty nose. It's great. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go buy a lottery ticket right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're just recording. Get myself a handful of scratchies. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much, Josh. Uh, that's brilliant. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. Couldn't agree with you more for all those comments as well. Um, highly if, entertaining. If Marlene's crazy, like, how does a crazy person deal with a crazy person? Oh, is it like too negative? Do they cancel each other out? No. Do they become? There, is there crazy on the same wavelength, or is it just like clashing realities? Like, oh, this? it's starting to get too, too scientific for me, Wayne. <laughs> 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 um, look, also just wanted to mention as well, uh, Josh um, is, has been part of, and Wayne, we've got to get you in on it as well. I want to give a little plug to uh, the hunt for Conchu's Golden Scepter. It's a little serial that we started um, a couple of episodes ago. Three episodes have been released for your listening pleasure. Josh Jerome Johnson was in uh, in a couple of them. Uh, it's an ongoing saga about all to do with, uh, with loonies. Um, not necessarily Moon Knight. In and around Moon Knight, we're trying to evade any licensing infringements <laughs> uh, or anything of like that. No, we're just having fun. Um, and anyway, um, we've got a few. They'll be they'll be coming out um, sporadically, so we might drop another bit. Uh, it all depends on when we can get it all put together. Um, but we'll we'll feed them in, you know, random episodes, um, so you can catch up. With them, also they'll be released uh, separately, so you can actually playlist and play the whole thing from beginning to end if you want. Uh, a lot of fun. We're just, you know, we're just having fun here in the in the uh, ITK community. Wayne, we've got to get you on there. I, I, I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, we've got to get. Oh, actually, I've got a good good part for you. We can write. Right we can write Conkalordian. You can oh, be, I'm you down. Can, you can oh. be. You can be Conkalord. You, you just said my. Uh, you just said my 
bank password right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait. I was supposed to say that out loud. I'm sorry. Uh, no, dude, I'm in. Awesome. No, no, that, that's great. Now, so check it out, Lenny's, uh, you know, keep an ear out for Wayne in on that as well, his dulcet tones, I'm sure, in any of the future episodes. Well, um, that pretty much wraps up this episode. So, Wayne, a, a huge thank you for stepping in. Uh, you came in on the, the 13th, 11th, nth hour. Um, and any- yeah, cheers, man. It's been such an easy chat with you, um, and it's great to go through this issue with you, as well as just talk about other... Other things that just come to, to hand. Yes, indeed. No, yeah. uh, thanks for having me once again. Love the show. For everyone out there, please jump on the, the Facebook boards. And mm-hmm. and it, look, there's not a lot going on in Mood Night no. World right now. But, you know, it's up to us to keep, keep things talking, keep the chatter going. Because when it does drop, you know, it, it's going to be a lot of fun. It'll be great to have lots of people on board. Yeah, it's going to be absolutely stellar once it all, yeah. Uh, a new comic book series, a new show, whatever. It's gonna be. It's a lot of fun anyway. Um, actually, Wayne, before we go as well, if you like, um, yep. do you want to give a plug again to Courtside and where Loonies can find you as well? Um, yeah, look, if you want to listen to some more <laughs> tongue-in-cheek <laughs> of Australia's zaniest basketball show, the Courtside Podcast, you can find us at www.crtsde.podbean.com. Down there, you'll find all the links to the show. Um, if you're not so much into basketball, just want to look at some cool art, you can follow me on Instagram, B-U-Y-W-A-H. Um, I'm on there posting, I I paint pretty regularly now, so yeah, yeah. not, I wouldn't consider myself a a comic artist or anything like that. I'm a bit more of a traditional painter, I suppose. Uh, look, Wayne, you've piqued the interest at least, um, there's one loony, I know Corey, he's, um... He's uh, one of the lucky recipients of the prize packs that yes. um, gave away, um, and he was very impressed with... Actually, an... I already started mocking some stuff up for him. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'll put some... Far out. You, you, don't, you don't lie down, you know, take a break, do you? You kind of... <laughs> when inspiration strikes, you don't yes. your hands, you know, so you gotta, you got to jump on it, so... I like I'll... it. You, you hit while the iron's hot. You strike <laughs> while it's hot. Yeah. Keep just jumping in. Like, the last thing you want to do in anything is uh regret right like yeah if you something whatever it may be in your life just take the chance what's the worst that's gonna happen you know absolutely absolutely well no um your artwork is fantastic loonies go search it out on instagram check it out wayne does regular posts um of his stuff um yeah and uh definitely worth checking out and um you know maybe even hitting wayne up for for some work um Anyway, thanks again, Wayne. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, uh, Loonies, you can obviously catch us on all the usual platforms. We are on email at itkmoonlight at gmail.com. We have our Facebook page and group. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash itkmoonlight. Our Facebook group, which is, wow, it's getting, we're into the 900s now. I can't wait for a 1,000. We are heading mm. towards that like Icarus towards the sun. It, it is uh, facebook.com slash group slash ITK Moon Knight. We are on Twitter. Our handle is at ITK Moon Knight. And Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube. Just search for Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. Finally, um, you're obviously listening to this on a podcast catcher of your choice. But we are available on all the main ones. So, uh, yeah. So if you want to change and try Google Play or... Stitcher or what else is there? iHeartRadio. We're all on that. 
um, give us give us a listen. Thank you very much. And finally, any iTunes ratings would be very much appreciated. Look, even if it isn't um, for a, a high rating, just to let us know what we can improve uh, on our show. We do love feedback and we do love trying different things out um, for everyone who loves Moon Knight. So that pretty much wraps up episode 102. Next phase... I will be joined by Phil, fill me in, Perich, um, the intrepid host from Capes and Lunatics and Capes and Lunatics Sidekicks and one of my favourite podcasts, The Quantum Zone. Uh, he'll be joining me for, we'll be looking at a, uh, a double hit, so I guess you can call it a trade arc review. Uh, we're looking at Mark Spector, Moon Knight, issues 32 and 33. That will include a black costume Spidey and the Hobgoblin slash Demogoblin. So that will be a fun one to review with Phil. Um, check out their podcasts too. They're brilliant. Anyway, loonies, that is it for tonight. Be good to yourselves. Look up at the moon. Praise Conchu. And as we always say, may Conchu watch over the denizens of the night. Catch you later. and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.